What's up guys? Welcome to Fitter Food Radio. This is episode 145 and it's me, Matt Whitmore, with the stunning Keris Marston. I have no idea what to say when you say that. <laughs> just, just nothing. Just say hello. I'm here. Well, I have to be here. I've got no choice. Yeah, it's true. But you know, I, you are stunning to me. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. All the time. Even when you don't feel it. I definitely don't feel it at the moment. I've got a big spot on my nose, which I can't stop picking. Well, weir- weirdly, I didn't even notice it until you just mentioned it. So it just shows that it's a bigger deal than to you than it is to anyone else. You know, I, what's bad about it is, you know, when you can see it. Well, now all I can see no, is no, that because you, you've drawn my attention know, to it. I know, but I can see it, you know. And oh, you, right. You can you see it on your own nose. And then it looks massive. So I'll be talking to somebody mm. and I'll be like, I can just see this massive spot on my nose. <laughs> And yeah, then but, I think, are they looking at the big spot on my nose? And then, like you said, they've probably noticed probably not. it. I hate spots on my nose. Well, spots they're in general worst. are crap, aren't they? They are, but on the nose, they're worse, because it's kind of like, it's the centre of your face. What, your nose? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, but to be no fair, like, it. Yeah, but if, if it's anywhere on your face, are they like, you know what I mean? I know, but just on the nose, it's just, they're like comedy spots. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a second nose. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Anyway, it's not like I'm seeing anybody at the moment because I, I can't leave the Because you're locked away in the house. Yeah. I mean... So there's time to have a big spot on your nose, it's now. I rarely let you leave the house anyway, so it's no different <laughs> for you, is it? <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. Don't get on my case. We did have a little laugh, didn't we, about there was a picture on Facebook where it said, when quarantine looks a bit like your life every day, <laughs> we thought... Yeah, oh, yeah, is it? Yeah, no, yeah, it's always it when you realise that... Your your normal daily routine is called called quarantine. Yeah, self isolated. <laughs> it's not that different, especially because we still have to get out and walk the dog and things mm. like that. So it really isn't that different because all like well, all of my clients have virtual online appointments. Yeah. You've still got your training clients. Yeah, some some the rest of, of our um, work is all online. So. Yeah, and I don't have an office or anything. The worst thing I think is going to be now the coffee shops are closing. We're both going to have to work at home at the same time. So Which I don't think I've ever spent rooms. that much time with you. It's going to be intense. Well, you you can have the living room. I'll have the dining room. No, uh, actually, you have the dining room. I'll have the living room. Why? Well, then I can watch TV. You got the TV? No, I'm going upstairs. Fair's fair. I'm going to have to go upstairs for one reason, one reason alone. I'm just keep getting bored and going to the kitchen. <laughs> welcome to my world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, I think I'm just going to make some chocolates. Don't need to make any chocolates, but why not? Oh, do we need to batch cook anything? No, we're home all the time. Yeah. We don't need to batch cook that, anything. That is the, I mean, I like working at home, but um, that's mainly because I don't like spending unnecessary money on coffees and whatnot when I have an abundance of coffee and food at home, you know what I mean? Yeah. But you're not such a big fan of working from home, are you? No, I'm not productive at all. But then equally, I'm less productive when you're home with me. Yeah, we distract each it's other. weird, isn't it? Yeah. We do distract each other. I can't um, imagine as well, I've got friends where... The whole family is now at home. Kids have come home from university and stuff. And I said to you, God, imagine if I had to be with my brothers now in one house. For we, we would literally, oh God, honestly, it doesn't even bear thinking about. Yeah. We would fall out. With, like everyone's got such different routines, and I don't know. It was always very chaotic. Chaotic when we went to university and all came back at the holidays, and we'd all got our own yeah, time and yeah. routine, different times to eat dinner, different preferences for food. And when we all came back at Christmas or Easter, it would just fight after fight after fight. And a few friends have contacted me and said, oh, my God, we're all going to be at home now. Yeah. And a few have got flu-like symptoms, so they have to be at home together. There's that, there's that meme of a, like a, 
the guy like rubbing his hands together like in anticipation and the writing says with it like a uh, divorce lawyers rubbing their hands like oh, yeah. <laughs> all these couples that have got to like, spend so much time together over the next few weeks well do you know what i mean this is the strangest time and, and we are going to just talk about some things that are really helpful for people to focus on and do and give you you know some guidance on this situation but it's, it, what's really strange is some companies I'm so concerned for, like, how are they going to survive? And then other companies, so for example, supplement-wise now, it is almost impossible for me to get nutritional supplements for my clients. All the websites are closing down because mm. they cannot fulfill the orders. They've had to close to catch up on the orders. And everything's out of stock. You can't get zinc for love nor money. So some people are doing phenomenal at this time and then very sadly other businesses i don't even know what's going to happen you know there's just no way that they can sustain well i just saw a thing that said uh apparently amazon are going to be hiring a hundred thousand new employees to oh of course yeah to, to, to meet, to meet the, demands. The, the, the demand at the yeah, moment because yeah. you know let's be honest like people are almost having to resort to online shopping yeah for pretty much everything yeah supermarkets saying they're, they're going to be mm. you know kind of I go overwhelmed again. They can't yeah. stock the shelves quick enough. And just on that note, one of the things that's concerning me is when you look at what is going out of stock really quickly, it seems the nation is just going to be basic. Well, from our Sainsbury's, I said to you, it was like white bread, white pasta, white rice, crisp and dry, lots, basically most biscuits, but spe- specifically custard creams, digestives and rich tea, and then tea bags. I mean, the truth is, Keris went to get some custard creams. Yeah. <laughs> and she was devastated to find that there was none there. I can't remember the last time I had a custard cream, to be fair. Mm. <laughs> but you just think, I've got 20 boxes in the cupboard, you're all right. <laughs> sat, people sat indoors, stressed, eating all that. That's just, I don't know, it doesn't even bear thinking about. So, yeah. But this is what happens when people are scared. Yeah. People do irrational things when they're scared. And that's the truth. I think like a lot of people were acting in a way now that I don't think they would have imagined they would have acted. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But you, and do you know, but it's also infectious in that sense because, mm. sorry to use that term, but you almost feel I didn't want to do any stocking up on anything because I just felt like, you know, don't get involved in that side of things, don't get carried away. We just don't know what's going to happen yet. There's no need. But actually, I found myself rocking up to the supermarket and there was nothing left. So mm. it was like, oh, I'm going to have to start stockpiling just things like tea, for example, because now yeah. I'm not able to get any toilet roll. I don't want to do that, but there's none left every time I go, you know. So yeah, yeah. you have no choice but to start to, you know, set the alarm for five and get there for when the doors open or something in the morning. It's just, it's really, and then that's because of people doing the stockpiling, which now the supermarkets are bringing in a limit, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. You said you're going to start dealing two-ply on the street corners. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny because we, we were on the phone to, to your brother and your and nieces and stuff the other day. And uh, we were just talking about like the things that we couldn't get. And you we were just, oh, what are you guys having for dinner tonight? And they said what they were having. And what were you guys having? I was like, oh, I'm going to have a jacket potato with beans. And your brother was like, what? Beans? How do you get beans? Where do you get beans? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm connected. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know a guy. <laughs> but this is the strange thing is like you do walk like a couple of meters up the road and there'll be some shop where it's it's completely in stock. You know, I, yeah, I yeah. always find like the petrol garages are doing quite well at the moment and no one's going there. So because they're not on the roads, so they're quite full. So I just keep driving to the petrol garage. I'm like, oh, you've got dark chocolate. Obviously, that's the only thing I'm interested well, in. On the, on the radio the other day, they were talking to a guy that had been um, 
stockpiling since I think it was 1987 this guy had been stockpiling because he'd always had it in his head that there was going to come a day that you'd need to. And what was quite nice with this guy is he wasn't like, oh, you know, the apocalypse is coming or whatever. Like it was just very much, it's just the thing that I do. I've done it since 1987. I'm an ex-military man. And he said in a way it was almost like a weird hobby of mine of just having this stock and just replenishing it when it needed to, like nothing ever got wasted. It was very, it was nice to hear me like talking almost just a really kind of casual way about it. And the guy was like, so if all the shops closed down, you know, you couldn't get any more stuff. How long could you live for? And he was like, oh, at least, at least three months. Like I wouldn't need to worry about anything at wow. all for three months. Yeah, but then it depends. If he's living on custard creams, I'd be slightly worried about that. <laughs> I don't know what yeah, he's stockpiling. I don't know, yeah, that is true. I don't know what he's stockpiling. <laughs> it I, can't be custard there, creams. There, so there, they wouldn't last three months, would they? No, but but he's always replenishing. That's the thing. So he gets eaten, but then he's like, you know, does like a little little checklist. Like, oh, need to stock up on custard creams. I don't know what the shelf life of a biscuit is these days. The reason I was telling you that is because he was saying, when they they asked him, you know, what's your suggestions for kind of getting hold of stuff? He wouldn't go to the smaller independents, don't go to the big shops because people go for the big ones and it's normally the smaller ones that have more stuff as a result. Anyway... So I suppose what we wanted to talk about today is because, of course, we're not coronavirus experts, we're not doctors, and we certainly don't pretend to be. But I suppose what we want to do is give our take on things a little bit, you know, talk about things that you can do, things that are within your control, and also just to spread a little bit of positivity, I think, because it's so easy in these situations to get sucked in to the drama and and just panic and freak out but the problem is panic doesn't help you panic just leads to more panic more fear and that's the last thing that that we need right now and i think what we do need is a little bit of composure and a much bigger focus on our communities and i'd like to think that you know i mean i know we are going to come out of this of course we are but i'd like to think that this is an opportunity for people to really and truly come together, step up to the plate and, and help each other out. And, and we are seeing that for sure. But I also think, like I said earlier, you know, like we are seeing people act very irrationally and doing things, you know, like fighting, literally physically fighting over toilet roll. Yeah, but even online, I'm seeing a lot of like jumping on each other's posts and it's yeah, like, agreed. oh, you know, you know, if someone tries to spread something positive, someone else says, yes, but there are vulnerable people out there. This is... And I just think you've always got to be aware of the fact that your brain goes to worst case scenario. Yeah. All of us are worried about the vulnerable. We've got parents and grandparents. Of course, of course. I've had words, you know, with with mine at times and said that they're still kind of like traveling around and visiting family and things like that. And I've said at some point you're going to have to maybe think about stopping that because, you know, they're both they've both had you know respiratory conditions and things like that they're just vulnerable so i think you've got to have those those important conversations but equally you can't keep sending yourself into a, a blind panic about children and and the elderly and, and whoever it might be children no. aren't actually uh, at high risk they think they might be carriers but not actually yeah. uh at high risk and what's interesting about those at risk is you see this list go out cardiovascular disease diabetes cancer and obviously any kind of respiratory dysfunction just puts it means they're also at high risk and everybody then jumps to conclusions but 
as you said, there's very little that we know. And when you look at the stats, again, it, it does seem to be that most people, you know, just suffer from flu and are able to get through it. So you do have to just stop your brain going there and thinking that yeah. this is going to happen, that's going to happen. You yeah. know, none of, none of us know what's going to happen. But I think what makes everybody feel better is just putting some principles in place. Mm-hmm. And everything we've ever talked about across this entire podcast is kind of relevant here in that it's this combination. So try not to cherry pick. It's a combination of a nutritious diet as your foundation, getting some exercise and some movement. This may have to be indoors for a while as well, but there's definitely things you can do, home workouts, bodyweight workouts, walking outside when there's not a lot of people around. So getting out a bit earlier, maybe a bit later. And then obviously look at guarding your sleep and minimizing sleep disruption deprivation Mm. and we can keep in contact with people so social interaction is really important it's really important for our immune system seeing a face is really important so Mm. i would think about facetiming everybody skyping them um i know personally i've thought oh my god this is actually a chance to because me and you have very different schedules to a lot of our friends because they're officers and parents and we're not we struggle to catch up with our friends often, don't we? Because yeah. they want to catch up at eight, nine o'clock when they put the kids to bed. And we're like, no, 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 we get up at four yeah. or five o'clock. We're in bed. <laughs> we're in bed at that time. It's the middle of the night So part of me went, you know what, this is going to be like, my friends will be home. I'll be able to like yeah. FaceTime them when I'm walking the dog and stuff. Like yeah. it'll be nice to actually see them. And, and I will make sure it is on FaceTime or Skype that so I can actually, you know, my, my brain will say this is mm. social interaction. So this is where we bless technology that we've all been cursing for what it's done to our lives because without it this would be a really difficult situation to be able to get through and in terms of looking at your immune system there's just we've been kind of communicating with our members there are some things that you might want to do like look at vitamin d and take vitamin d because it's winter look at your fat soluble vitamin take i'm a big fan of cod liver oil we've mentioned all these on the immune system um webinars as well vitamin c seems to have um you know there's some research coming out saying vitamin c might be helpful and zinc, which we've mentioned. And just just to clarify, we're we're not saying that these are cures <laughs> for, no, for the no, coronavirus, no, no. not at all. No, but no. we're we're just talking about things that you can do to, you know, just just I suppose help support yourself a little bit better. Yeah, and we'll put all this on the website in terms of foods that contain these nutrients. So that's going to be your first line approach. And what I've also done is a blog just saying if you are looking after someone who's vulnerable. So if you're helping out an elderly neighbour or cooking for family at all um or buying them shopping these are some foods that would be really helpful for them and it does go back to like 50 years ago you know what would we have cooked i suppose you know when we were kind of relying without the supermarkets what were we cooking up and it was things like soups and stews trying to make the food go further so it was using a chicken carcass lots of lentils and and tin foods and stuff as well so many of those are really loaded with you know kind of vitamins minerals and fibers which are good for the gut which are good for you know all the different systems within the body. My sad, the, the sad thing for me will be if everyone just starts buying cakes and biscuits and dropping it off to mm. people who are vulnerable because that's not what they need right now. They do need some proper nutritious food. Yeah, maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit. <laughs> it, it's still 80-20. It always yeah. has been for us. Yeah, of but course. We, we don't want them kind of living on things like toast, you know, like all the time. I, you know, no, no, that's what I'm saying. And, and cake, ideally you want to try to get, like we've done the same thing with our grandparents, haven't we? When we spend time with them, we'll make things like proper porridge and put mm. cinnamon, nuts and honey and some eggs, uh, get them some eggs for breakfast instead. Like all of these are much more nutritious breakfast yeah. than the crunchy, corn, crunchy nut cornflakes they would have if we weren't there. Yeah, so yeah. it's just about what could you add to them, you know, to help them 
build themselves up and then equally you know if you are in contact with somebody who's vulnerable if they could even do things like open their windows have house plants um sit out in the garden as it gets a little bit warmer mm-hmm. all of those things would be really helpful for them they're not making contact with people but the daylight exposure and the fresh air is really important again for their for their general health and well-being yeah. and, and for their energy and mood and also as well i think like as as much as we are exposed to you know a lot of bad news right now you need to be open to the good news as well and because i think people automatically seem to shut shut down shut themselves down to any kind of good news because i know a lot of people that are kind of like oh there's this and there's that and that happened this person died that person died and it's like yeah but check out these statistics yeah you know look at you know like there's the, a big list from bloomberg recently wasn't there if, some, if people google it it will come yeah. up and it was a list of like 20 good good, yeah. good points that are yeah. coming out now like good news about exactly and, and but i think what i've noticed when i've tried to speak to people about it it's almost like they're not interested and it's all yeah but yeah but and it's like yeah yeah i understand what's going on is is awful you know and it's it's, ter- it's terrifying you know to a degree seeing how this kind of seems to have come out of nowhere, so to speak, and the kind of drastic actions that people have had to take. But equally, we can't block out the positive. We've got to be open to it because I think it's that that's going to keep us sane. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and, and I just feel that, you know, we but just... I think you've got to be aware, obviously, people have complained a lot about the media and how they have the headlines and the language mm-hmm. that they've used it's been it's been very emotive it always is with them it was the same with brexit wasn't it but now i'm seeing lots of things like deadly as you know as these descriptive words this deadly disease this war we're having a war with coronavirus mm-hmm. and and it's just trying to kind of again basically just evoke fear in people because fear keeps you reading the headlines fear stops you from challenging fear makes you buy stuff so it works Mm. you know what i mean everyone's like furiously buying like supplements and products and food and so fear is kind of working right now for for, on a number of levels and like you said actually when you step back we've done this a few times just when you can feel your brain you know going down that route and gone let's look at some of the positives here and you know we as a business we run a business together we're we're vulnerable just like other business small business owners but when you look around like you've said we're seeing more community action than ever before yeah via apps and and technology you know people are saying does anyone on my street need some help um i'd like yeah. here's my number i'd like to help you what can i do neighbors who've ne- never spoken for you know decades of living on the same street yeah, yeah. are getting in touch and speaking to one another and you know you're also just seeing some people are focusing back who've completely ignored lifestyle and nutrition in their kind of quest for health actually people are going stopping for a second and focusing and going actually you know now i can eat better now i am going to stop smoking yeah. i am going to decrease alcohol intake it's making me very vulnerable yeah. so some positive changes and dedication to positive changes are coming out of this exercise same thing people are actually saying well like how could i exercise how could i incorporate it into my lifestyle can i i know this is important now i'm going to be more consistent with yeah. it and also there's been lots of talk about it's almost like we're getting a bit of a break from the pace of life that we were running at it, running, you know, we were running at this really high speed and having this space to go home. I know I just made a joke about families reconnecting, but you have got time to reconnect as a family, talk more, ring people that you've meant to 
you know get on my phone to for months or maybe even years yeah get back in touch check in make sure they're all right i think it's made a lot of people think about silly feuds and you know the minor stuff and just mm. chuck it out the window and say do you know what i really do care about that person and i really do like my work colleague and i want to make sure they're all right so yeah. i'm seeing a lot of people you know everyone's just being a lot nicer and you know more compassionate towards one another more caring and and like i said the things that don't matter are being like you know just that's forgotten I mean. about now yeah, so I, I think mean. there's some positive and just finally I was going to say and things like meditation and music and reading and relaxing and now you know people are saying I'm just getting offline at seven because I can't bother to read the press headlines and I'm just mm. you know taking some time for myself so self-care has suddenly shifted right to the top of a lot of people's day now mm. um, without the commute without the office life without all of those things yeah yeah well I mean like I was going to say like like one of the first things we did was try to focus on the positives, you know, for us on a personal level yeah. from this. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. Like, because whilst um, I'm still training some of my PT clients, you know, that there has been a reduction in, in, in the sessions. But, you know, we, we take the precautions, you know, I stand away from them and I don't touch the weights. I just kind of not <laughs> tell them what to do yeah, and they, yeah. because they know what's what I've been training me for a long long time but you know there has been a, a slight shift in in my routine but equally it meant there's more I've got more time in my hands to focus on some other projects that before I used to complain that I didn't quite have the time yeah, yeah. whereas now it's like oh well a positive to this is you know and we've got to look for them is I've now got more time to focus on that. Yeah. And I urge other people to do the same, like focus on as many positives to this as you can. And I was going to say parents say they haven't got time, they couldn't spend time with their children. And yeah. now it's like you can work from home. Exactly. And someone did a post on um, on Instagram the other day. I can't actually remember who it was now. It was on stories and said like, you know, share your kind of coronavirus quarantine thing. Quarantine. Yeah. Yeah. Experiencing. Yeah. You know, yeah. Share a positive from like uh, coronavirus quarantine. And it was, people were replying and saying like, I get to spend more time with my kids. I've got more time to prep meals. I don't need to rush my exercise. Yeah, yeah. And it's all these things. And it's like, well, when you do actually ask yourself the question and sit down and list them out, there are some really amazing positives to this. And I think let's, let's celebrate those and let's take advantage of them because Soon things are going to go back to normal. Yeah, yeah. And and that there's some lessons to be learned. From yeah, there. for sure. I think it's still going to be a real eye opener for people. I really, really do. And you know, maybe on the back of this, like companies have realised that maybe more people can work from home yeah, a couple yeah. of days more uh, or, yeah, per yeah. week. You yeah. know, yeah, exactly. Spend more time with their family and still- maybe more support for local businesses as well. So a lot of people have said you know, raised awareness of how vulnerable they are and want to support them a little bit more. The government, mm. same thing. Maybe they'll start to help small businesses a little bit better. I mean, the truth is that like, we haven't really uh, changed what we do, have we, quite so much in terms of like nutrition and, and exercise because well, I'd, I'd like to think that we're always pretty healthy anyway. You know, yeah. we've always wanted to support our bodies in the best way possible. Like Kerry said, a bit of 80-20 <laughs> and, uh, and all of that. And I just think that, we do, I'd say we've, uh, not not because of the virus necessarily, we've increased tin fish <laughs> just because it's we stocked up, didn't we? And it was yeah. just, and actually we'd recently been eating a little bit more organ meat anyway, but that's also the one mm. thing that's always in stock when you get to the butchers. No one's, that's not running <laughs> running out in no, any way. No, people are in a hurry to stock up on liver and kidneys. Uh, yeah, exactly. So I think, and we always have 
kind of the bones on the go anyway and make broths and cook with broths and stuff. We we honestly haven't changed that much uh, at all, have we? And and I would say, I said to you on a few occasions, should we think about getting some more fish in or whatever? But but a lot of the stuff that we eat is really fresh. So it is vegetables. And and so therefore we're like, well, well, there's potatoes, there's not much we can do. No, I was in a Tesco Metro the other day and I said to you that the fruit and veg was full to the brim. Yeah, exactly. And I'm not even, when I say that, I'm not even exaggerating. Yeah. Literally, it was like it had been untouched. Really? Because everyone was at the freezer section and yeah. all the tins and, and things like that. And by all means, like, you know, get a little stash in, but, you know, don't go don't go mad. No, no. They say, like, plan for kind of anywhere between two and four weeks of, yeah. of, of obviously, two weeks in case you have it. And that's where frozen stuff would come in handy and the good thing about frozen vegetables is they retain their vitamin c so that's yeah. quite a good one in terms of as i mentioned vitamin c is thought to have some benefit here as well yeah. but again is this other are other are people who are vulnerable i've just written a post about this in that the people who are vulnerable with those chronic conditions like heart disease diabetes cancer many of them have um, it's a bit chicken and egg but possibly those conditions cause them to require more nutrients to be able to deal with the inflammation Mm. deal with the dysfunction and or did nutrient deficiencies in the first place due to things like smoking alcohol intake stress viral infections all of those deplete nutrition and nutrients within the body did that mean that you know they were that that makes them more vulnerable to a viral infection because the one thing to note about a virus i remember watching um lots of videos on this when i was kind of training at nutrition college is the viruses are they're kind of very opportunistic so it's when the body is run down and they can they can lie low and they there's kind of questions about you know you were born with them are they you know Mm. how 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 do they transfer but one thing's kind of sure is that they they're present in our environment all the time but it's when your defenses are low they're i mean they're quite shady in some ways they basically go up to one of your cells stick to the side and then inject their own um kind of version of dna into your cell and get the cell to build the virus so the the cell starts getting all the little bits and bobs and starts to replicate the virus for it and that's how it works and so i mean there are antiviral medications and antiviral foods and what they do is almost help the immune system realize that a cell has been taken over and that it's building a virus inside it and then basically call some of your fighters to the fight you've got like t-cells and stuff that are very good at them they go oh there's a virus in there i'm gonna destroy that cell and this is what you'll see medicinal mushrooms do this coconut oil has been known to be anti when you see it's antiviral Mm. it's because it will help with certain elements of your immune system and and they say beta glucans which are in mushrooms and, and oats and nutritional yeast and things like that they almost have a very similar well, what they do is once you've consumed consumed them and you've eaten the beta-glucans within the mushrooms or the oats or whatever it is, inside the body, they kind of tag the immune system as if they're a virus, as if they're an infection already in the body. And then it kind of, again, increases some of your white blood cells and some of your parts of your immune system involved in surveying and looking around for infections and viruses. So it almost elevates your immune function. But it's really complicated because obviously now we have autoimmunity where your immune Mm -hmm. system's too active as well. So I don't suggest anyone start just taking supplements unless you're under professional guidance. As a minimum, I think the ones I mentioned, vitamin C, zinc, some cod liver oil and vitamin D are pretty safe for most people. Lysine is also helpful if you suffer from cold sores. It's got that antiviral component, which most people know about if they have cold sores. 
But other than that, you're better to go under someone professional and, and kind of get a proper, you know, supplement protocol developed for you. But the, the foods, again, can be really powerful. So that is just where I think most people should be starting and just think about, you know, cinnamon and turmeric and ginger and all these onions, garlic. And they've been known for years to be such potent immune I don't want to say boosters because that's been criticised. Doctors are writing yeah. online saying you cannot say you boost your immune system. The thing is, like, <laughs> like, for us, it's the advice doesn't change, right? Like, eat plenty of vegetables. Yeah, yeah. Eat a nice, varied diet. Yeah. The best that you can right now with what you've got. Yeah. Protein actually is being missed a little bit, I would say. Yeah, you know, like Very you know, important. We, we've often spoken about the benefits of protein from on, on an immune level. Yeah, yeah. Um it's how you make your antibodies and yeah. what your immune cells are made of and you know, and get yourself along your to, sugars, your, you to your, your local butchers or farm shop, you know, like because like ours has still got tons of <laughs> yeah, yeah. tons of stuff in, you know, and there's all a, a lot of people are urging you to support your local businesses at, at a time like this. One thing I also I would say is eggs are pretty powerful in this situation, egg yolks specifically, because with this coronavirus, it's got a respiratory element to it. Yeah. And eggs are very rich, as are organ meats like liver and choline. Yeah. And choline is a, it's like a water-soluble nutrient that's really important for the, the kind of membrane of a cell. Yeah. But also the lung surfacant relies on choline. It's what makes it kind of able to move and be flex, flexible. So they've actually researched choline as an intervention for asthma because of the damage to the tissues of the lungs. Wow. So in this instance, I'd say, and do you remember the story of the woman who lived to be about 113? I think she might still be alive, the Italian woman. And they, no. they said to her, how are you still alive? Like, what's the secret to longevity? She's having cheese omelettes. <laughs> no, she said, I'm sure we've mentioned this before on the podcast, but I'll repeat it anyway. It's such a lovely story. She worked in a factory when she was in her teens and got really bad. I think she got asthma or some kind of respiratory problems. And she went to the doctors and he said, I suggest you move up into the mountains and take two raw egg yolks a day. Um, And then she also divorced her husband because he was abusive. And so she said the secret to longevity was two egg yolks, live in the mountains, walk daily in the mountains and be single. (laughs) Wow. But the egg yolk, the egg yolk is a multivitamin as well. Yeah. So you get everything in there. I love it. So that was one I'd, I'd kind of said was a, a good one to be. And then with the garlic, just to go back to garlic, the thing about it is when you look at, again, some of the research that they're doing, people take pure garlic cloves, like just chop them and eat them with a bit of water. Wow. And it, it's, it's antibacterial, antiviral, and it's got some sulfur in it. Probably, probably help with the uh, being single as well. And then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, she's a hottie but poor oh, blimey <laughs> i mentioned on a facebook live and somebody said something like oh, keep away the the drama the, i can't remember it was something like the drama vampires or something you know as in like there are people that just want to jump on you in the street and talk mm. very angrily and negatively about anything from how the government's dealing with it to you know like the ranters and stuff. Mm. if you got two or three cloves of garlic down you and just went heiner yeah <laughs> <sighs> Keep them away. Oh, yeah, moving on. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, no, no, I I always also think if anyone suggests anything, I always think, well, if it's low risk, you know, and many of these, like, are, like, having a few cloves of garlic is pretty low risk, as is swishing some coconut oil around around your mouth because it's antiviral. So salt is antiviral. So doing a salt water wash, you know, as in, sorry, some water. 
putting a bit of salt in your water and things like that. It's all antiviral and mm. antibacterial. So I think as well, you know, like when we when we talk about health, as you know, we we've we've discussed this many a time. But your your mindset, your mental health cannot be ignored here. So we, we need to make sure that we're you know, we're nourishing our bodies with the good food and doing the best we can in that sense, but nourishing our minds and not not watching the news twenty four seven, you know, watching checking the the the, um, the the, yeah, yeah, yeah. like you know, check the news as much as you need to, Mm. or you know, check online to just see the kind of like the latest news to make sure that you're on top of things with the the guidelines and you're taking the precautions that you need to that that are necessary, but don't overdo it because it can have a very negative impact on you, and as a result, that can have a knock on effect to to those around you. And the internet is kind of a blessing and a curse in a way, because I also think at times like this, from a resource point of view, we've got so much at our fingertips that we just never had before. You know, if you're stuck at home and you're not going to the gym, YouTube, Instagram, you know, everyone's sharing at-home workouts now, including us, if you want some, obviously, (laughs) head to fit of food. But, you know, everyone is. They're there, you know, hundreds, thousands at your disposal just a simple google search and you could find plenty same goes for recipes you know there's so many recipes out there there's so many websites that are putting together recipes based on you know tinned vegetables frozen veg things that are minimal ingredient really easy to make you know batch cooking so that you've got plenty left over for you know so you can feed a big family or there's stuff in the freezer we'll be sharing as much as we can on our social media channels and on our email list and whatnot so be sure to check those out as well but i just think there's so much help there there's so much help there and use the internet and and whatnot to help you to your advantage don't use it to confuse you to scare you just do the best you can to to remain as positive as possible and, and spread positivity. Yeah, it is quite also because it's quite addictive to be negative as well. And it's a, negative news is quite addictive. Whenever we see the media know quite a scary headline will get more reads than a it's good news. Yeah. <laughs> Although this is different now, so maybe it wouldn't. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, maybe not at the moment. But generally we like to... We want to know the bad news is more intriguing to our brain and, and that's what they're very aware of and that's mm. why they're leading with those types of headlines. And so many people have said, I'm only checking once a day. And I think it really helps where you're checking because certain channels and certain you know programs are trying, again, just, just kind of whip up the drama. So check in with someone who you trust who's a little bit more. I've heard some doctors speak amazingly on this subject who've yeah. just been like, like you've said, just... Very reassuring, you know, what can you do? Like I said, my my, my only criticism of, of many of the programmes and media, well, not the criticism is how it's been done, but even from the sensible guidance that's been given, there hasn't been that much on, you know, this is your time now to think about eating better and stopping smoking and yeah. you know, the things that we've, we, they have been, everyone's been guided on these for, you know, yeah, decades. Yeah. Exactly. But if they're, you know, to stop the spread of something contagious, building immunity is, is is going to be helpful and looking after your health is going to be helpful. So if everyone starts to do as much as they can with that and, you know, the exercise is also really important then it's going to help on every single level. Yeah. And then going forward. And it'd be nice if people got in the habit, like you just said, now that everyone's at home, it's a time to do some, you know, 
habit development of like start to practice cooking quick meals yeah, and yeah. getting ready, you know, getting used to doing bodyweight workouts and fitting them in. And, you know, like these are, this is a time where you yeah. could really start to develop those habits. I know, you know, we've kind of said, I'm using it to do a little bit more research and like you do work on some of my passion projects and catch up you know, on catch, Netflix. <laughs> yeah, ring friends. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. No, but it's true. It's true. Like I've already had like a really productive few days on like my passion project that I wouldn't have ordinarily had had in a way. So, yeah, look to the positives, guys, as much as you possibly can. And please don't try and bring anybody down that is trying to remain positive. We've had a few negative responses to our positivity. And it's it's interesting how people seem to associate positivity with ignorance yeah i was gonna say that word exactly. you know and yeah, yeah. it's like well no it's we're not ignorant we're we're fully aware of yeah, what's yeah. going on and we, we are making changes we're following the guidelines we are yeah. taking precautions but we're choosing to be as positive as possible yeah, yeah. and In, when people have that you know that that kind of attitude of it's all right for you that's that's oh it's all through. right for you yeah yeah <laughs> I, and I, I did a post on that on social media and i said i cannot i cannot stand that phrase because but you you use it a lot I used, used to. to. I used to use it a lot. I remember when I first read your post and I was like, oh, yeah. I used to. And I said <laughs> on my post, I used to use it a lot with you and I don't use it anymore. I know, I know. And the reason is because we have vulnerabilities. We, we run a business and the two of us run a business together. And yeah. we've got, you know, as I said, family we're concerned about. My health hasn't been great in the last year. I don't know where that leaves me in terms of, you know, am I more vulnerable, not in and out of hospital, that type of stuff. And But do you know what? Like you, I just... I cannot go there and sit there just no. just going into that spiral of like and I think one thing that the my health challenges taught me in the last year was was that really that, that element of like don't wake up in the morning and think worst case scenario don't don't head to Dr. Google don't fear what you don't know just switch it straight away what can I do and, and if, if a thought pops into your head and there is nothing you can do about it and it's taking you to a dark place it just needs to go mm. and you'll have your strategies I sometimes use music I get out with the dog I, I phone people you know I but throughout this whole process I always wanted to felt like I just did my best so yeah ate well exactly um you know did some form of exercise walking and yoga initially and then built up to some strength training and then gradually Every month, you know, I would see things start to improve. Yeah. And then you'll have a bad day and your head goes right back down. It's like, you know, three steps back. Oh, gosh, you know, it's, nothing's working, blah, blah, blah. And, and then you just start to develop that kind of positive mental attitude again. And you have to. And I think for me, just accepting at some level, all these things happen for a reason. And soon you're going to find out why. And I think you can almost adopt that headspace yeah. with this. Because look at some of the positives that are coming out of it. It's gonna it's gonna create a massive amount of change on different levels. And I think we've even said looking at how people are responding is making us think about, you know, who who do you wanna spend time with in future and prioritize yeah. in future? Because who cares and who doesn't care? Who's a lot of people are showing their true colours in this time mm -hmm. of crisis. You know, and, and some people have jumped on it as an opportunity to sell and capitalize and do things like, you know, which we've kind of said, oh, my yeah. goodness, you know, this is not the time to be doing that kind of thing. People want help and, and reassurance and support. You know, yeah, that's of course. Where, that's what that's what we want to see from everybody right now. Because, <laughs> you know, the reality is like it's almost like no matter what drama is going on in the world, someone will 
someone will think of a comical meme to send, to, out. To send yeah. out. And for me, I welcome it because I'm like, you know, a bit of humour. It's funny. You know, it's it's not that we're laughing at anybody's expense. But I think in times like this, you've, you've got to try and smile and laugh as, as, as much as you can. But again, other people's take on that is the opposite. They're like, you know, how dare you make a joke of such a thing and, and this, that and the other. But I think as... I know we've always, you know, everyone's always seemed to have managed to find some kind of humour in everything, yeah, yeah. really, and yeah. and I don't think that's a bad thing. No, that's I, my opinion, you know, and everyone's entitled to their own, but that's where. Listen to Ricky Gervais talk about that and said that was always. I think it was. I'm sure he spoke about a funeral. Him and his brothers, yeah, making a joke at a funeral and they laughed, and uh, the same thing happened with my dad and his brothers and sisters at their parents' funeral and they had a joke and they all started laughing yeah. and crying at the same time and they've always been like, humour is our way through. Of course. It really, is a coping really mechanism though, isn't difficult it? difficult situation. For that reason, I do love the Facebook post going around saying, I used to cough to hide a fart and now I fart to hide a cough. Yeah, That's yeah. probably my favourite <laughs> one. <laughs> it's amazing. I love it. I love it. But yeah, but guys, all we, all we wanted to do in this episode really was just try and spread the love spread the positivity a little bit hopefully inspire you to focus on the can-dos in this situation and you know motivate you to step up now's the opportunity to adapt and and rise up to to this challenge that, that we're all going through at the moment and doing your bit for of course you know your your family your friends your loved ones your nearest and dearest but you know looking out for your neighbors others in the community and i'm i'm really I suppose, proud to be part of our community, both in person and online. You know, I, I love how everyone's kind of come together and supported each other and on on our Fitter365 page. It's, it's, it really is wonderful to see. So as much as there is a lot of crazy going on in the world right now, for me, the positives far outweigh the negatives in many aspects. So long may that continue and we all come together and we we come out the other side, which we will. I'm I'm confident of that. I'm really hoping the government says we can have like a big street party at the end of the year or something. Like literally, like the whole nation. Well, do you remember we did it for, I think it was VE Day years ago. I think I was only about 11 or 12 and everybody did it. And we've never seen anything like that since. I think the, I would say the the royal wedding was about the last time that everyone. Yeah, yeah. I think one of the, you know, um, Williams or Harry's. But I just thought, I wonder if they'll say like, let's have a massive street party but just stand three meters apart (laughs) (laughs) when it's all over because it would be really nice to do something like that i hope they do something like that i think it should be an annual thing anyway i think we should have street parties and then we should be one big celebrate celebrate life yeah but you know it's like i I just think like that's when we get the custard creams out (laughs) yeah if you know if they've managed to recoup the deficit yeah yeah yeah. the custard cream factory has been working 24 7 for like a whole year just to just to kind of get back to normal but guys we'll leave it there big love to you all look after yourselves look after those around you any questions at all about absolutely anything please do reach out because we'd like to help in any which way that we can and as we, as i said earlier you know check out all our social media platforms and our email list because we'll be doing our bit to try and uh, give you some inspiration on a nutrition training front um to, to help you out the best way that we can and we will see you in the next episode we will see ya bye bye